Welcome to How to Japan. We are a podcast in Japan. We're a couple of uh, foreigners in Japan, and we're going to talk to you about a variety of topics. That's it. Yes. So, are you good? Yes. I am doing okay. Actually, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're talking about dentists mm-hmm. in this episode, but... yeah. Recently, I've been on a health kick, and I've been trying to, you know, uh, get better in terms of my overall health, physical and mental health, and they're both connected. But uh, mm-hmm. if anybody's listened to our cuisine episode, they will know that I'm on a keto diet, and uh, I've also been exercising regularly. And also, mm-hmm. I've been uh, taping my mouth at night in order to really? ensure that I'm breathing through my nose at night. No shit. Yeah. That, that, that could be like a... Some people might think that's like self-torture. You would think so. Actually, the first couple yeah. of nights, I felt like I was going to die. Yeah, because I woke yeah. up struggling for breath, and I was like, what the fuck's going mm-hmm. on? I tore off the tape, but... Um, mm-hmm. But then uh, slowly adjusted, and I thought, wow, I think I'm finally breathing through my nose. Holy shit. And then uh, and then just uh, today, mm-hmm. actually last night, I wanted to confirm that fact. If I had removed all kind of snoring and, you know, any kind of... Um, any kind of sounds. I also wanted to know if I'm like, well, if I was struggling for air. Sorry, I recorded yeah. myself using an app which just picks up mm. sounds at a certain level. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and then I listened to it this morning, and mm-hmm. 63 occurrences of snoring is what I heard, mm. what I saw wow. on the graph, mm-hmm. and then I listened to it, and I sounded like I was fucking sn- I was snoring as per, wow. as per normal, like anybody, like how you would snore. Wow. I always thought that you snored through your mouth, but apparently no. Wow. You could actually snore wow. through your nose. Oh, shit. Yeah. See all the things we're learning now, just by self-experimentation. Right. Yeah. So, so I've got know, to they, uh, make an appointment with a specialist or some um, nose, throat, ear doctor who can, um, you know, who's who specializes in sleep. Um, mm. I'm going to make an appointment next week, but I really want to. It's really annoying, you know, when you make mm-hmm. these changes in your life, but you're still fucking snoring which is what I thought and I would think this is like really extreme like taping your mouth shut (laughs) it's like like, (laughs) that's that's not normal (laughs) it's not normal (laughs) to tape your mouth shut actually no you'd be surprised there's a there's a book I read called The Oxygen Advantage I forgot who wrote it but uh, it's about getting back into the habit of breathing through our noses throughout the day. So we often mm-hmm. use our, we, we breathe in too much oxygen. That was mm-hmm. the, uh, the gist of the book is that we're not, uh, we're actually oversaturating our bodies with oxygen when we mm-hmm. can't eat, where we struggle to maintain CO2 in our bodies. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing these high altitude simulation exercises mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. breathing through my nose through normal exercises, and then at the so, end of the exercises, um, I would pinch my nose. You know, when uh-huh. I'm struggling for breath, so that my yeah. body gets used to CO two. You know, just oh, okay, get get wow. used to that feeling. Um, and now crazy, I'm man. at the uh, level where I I can you know just through normal breathing, just randomly throughout the day, as you're just uh-huh. breathing normally through your nose. On the mm-hmm. exhale, time mm-hmm. yourself. How long okay. can you hold your breath without struggling for air? And from what I read in the book, 40, se- 40 seconds is healthy. So the first time I did this test while reading this book, I struggled to get to 20 seconds. But okay, since I've been doing these exercises... The so, yeah. so since I've been doing these exercises, you know, breathing uh-huh. and walking and then stopping breathing and then uh-huh. um, making sure it's on my exhale and also making my breath shorter and lighter uh-huh. so that I'm breathing through the diaphragm. But you can't if you if you are if you and I are talking, you can't see visible signs of me breathing. 
you want to get to that mm-hmm. point where the breaths are so light that you don't know that you're mm-hmm. um, that you're breathing. And then, um, so I've been doing it for the last week or so, and I went from twenty seconds to now thirty mm-hmm. seconds. Oh, okay. Through just exhaling, uh, getting rid of all, um, just through a normal you mean breath. So a normal exhale, like just normal breathing, like you are now. Like what? Like how you're breathing now? Are you breathing through your nose or your mouth? Both. How is that possible? <laughs> so you take an ex- so you inhale through your nose and you exhale through your mouth. I um, was it opposite? Like when you when you asked me that question, I felt air coming out of my nose and out of my mouth at the same time. How is that possible? Yeah, it's coming out both. Yeah. Do you snore? I well, sometimes I snore. I I I definitely sleep with my mouth open because my wife will sometimes tell me that mm. I'm sleeping, with, and she thinks it, it's cute. Hmm, it's cute for you to get have my uh, mouth open, like yeah, cardiovascular problems in your, uh, in your life. Well, that, she's not say it's not. She doesn't say, "Hey, I think it's cute that you have cardiovascular <laughs> problems." <laughs> I think it's. it's, I think it's so cute that you might just up and die one night in your life. The the (laughs) oh, I almost dropped my drink. Uh, The 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 look on my face is cute, (laughs) not the state of being. (laughs) That's 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 worth uh, losing her husband before his time. Uh, but anyway, let me so, get back to the. Oh, you derailed me. You derailed me from from what I was trying to say. Okay, yeah, so I've yeah, got yeah, the, the breathing. So, yeah. so I was. So in the book, they say, "Listen, put get some tape. There's a special 3M tape you can get. Hyperallergenic, hyperallergenic, allergenic tape. Yeah, and it's easier to pull off in the mornings. And I've been doing it, and I felt fine. So I used a nap, and I found out that I'm still fucking snoring through my nose, which I d- didn't mm-hmm. think was possible. But it is. So I'm now I've got to make an appointment uh, to get this. I, I love how you added up. the conversational point. The, the book said, listen. <laughs> <laughs> the, book, the book said, listen. And like I was a, like, whoa. Well, okay. I don't know how you read nonfiction, but I always think it's a conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm asking questions, was- and I'm expecting the book to answer my questions as I'm reading it. <laughs> the book said, okay, you're going to want to sit down for this. <laughs> With your mouth okay. closed. <laughs> With your mouth closed. <laughs> and exhale for 40 seconds. <laughs> okay, so our the topic of our podcast is dentistry. And yes. we've been talking for about 10 minutes <laughs> about exhaling. So I don't know. <laughs> but it's related. It's, it could also yeah, be related, related to like oral height, like uh, oral mm-hmm. health. And whether mm-hmm. you're breathing through your nose or your mouth, I think it's mm. well, yeah, tangentially. No, <laughs> actually, I don't know. Well, it's, it's the mouth. I mean, it's close enough. So, dentistry. Yes. What's yes, your uh, opinion on? Let's get it out of the way. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna let the listeners know. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is what I think about dentists in Japan. Uh, I don't think Can you do it like a rap? No (laughs) Dentists in Japan are shit And the reason why is that they're uh, I don't know, not a hit (laughs) I don't know how to What's a rhyme for shit (laughs) They're they're rubbish Honestly, I've got Nothing I I've never Had Pos- well, I, I can't say that because I went to a dentist recently, but I found a dentist through my professional network. So it's a business mm-hmm. network, and they recommended this the, this um, dentist to me, and I, I went there, and yeah, they did a good job, but as mm-hmm. with many other dentists, they, they're already setting three or four additional appointments later mm-hmm. so as i'm sitting oh, yeah, there in yeah. the chair i've got my phone out and we're already scheduling different mm-hmm. all these other appointments on yeah. my calendar 
So that's one of the major reasons I, I don't like the system here. Uh, and the, under any other yeah. circumstances, well, the, like in New Zealand, it would just be one time. Hmm. I've ha- I've had that experience in America. Fucking oh, okay. dentist. You've got gingivitis. And mm. so we need to clean your mouth mm. often. Say, like, yeah, okay, this is the last time I'm coming here. To me, dentists in Japan, I've had good experiences and bad experiences. And it's just hard to find a good dentist. It's hit and miss. That's what mm. I would say. It's hit and miss. So if you find a good dentist, stick with him or her. And live with that person for the rest of your life. The problem with me is I've moved so many times. I got a good dentist uh, in Tokyo. And then I moved to another place. And then I had a good dentist in Hachioji. And now I'm out in the outside of Tokyo. And I've been five years outside of Tokyo. And I still have not found a good dentist. Sucks. How do you determine if they're good or not? Well, how they talk to you and the thing is the follow up visits or if as they're cleaning your teeth, nothing pops out like a like a filling for a cavity and they don't try to upsell you on like I have a little denture in my mouth. They don't try to sit there and upsell you on like uh, other types of dentures and fucking they want to do this or that. That kind of stuff. Have you had any teeth removed since you've been in Japan? Nope. Have you? Two wisdom teeth. Ah, that must have sucked. Separate occasions. I think a separation of about three years. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, yeah, as you know, I didn't leave it. I I didn't live a very healthy lifestyle before. uh, Mm -hmm. And I didn't pay much attention to my my teeth. Mm. But uh, since... Since going to the dentist, I, I always thought that dentists were just the same everywhere. But no, I've I've come across uh, dentists who don't speak a word of English, which is fine. This is Japan. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't expect them yeah. to to speak English. But mm-hmm. uh, I've 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 met gruff and gruff like uh, uh, aggressive. Mm. Japanese male, you know, like men who are, who are old and just wanting to go through the routine, like no kind of mm. bedside manner in a way of mm-hmm. just like, just we're going to take this fucking tooth out and, and just raise your hand if you feel pain. And, 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 oh, here's another thing. The injections that they give for mm-hmm. anesthesia, mm-hmm. Uh, every single time, that I've been to a dentist in my early, early years. It was mm-hmm. weak. They didn't take yeah. into account my constitution. Well, I mean, as a foreigner, mm-hmm. I think uh, the same with doctors. You know, they prescribe you with medicine that's usually not enough because in mm-hmm. Japan it's usually weaker. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same with a- with anesthesia. So, for, mm-hmm. if I've got any kind of advice for anyone in Japan, when if you're going to a Japanese dentist, I think it would be it would be this. Tell them to make sure that you're giving me enough anesthesia because during these traumatic fucking experiences of getting like a tooth pulled out, like a wisdom tooth, it mm. really pays to make sure that it's mm. uh, that you're numbing the pain. But I felt mm. the pain, some of the pain, every single time. Mm. And I don't think you're supposed to feel that mm. in these interactions. I, I, I see where you're going, you're gruff. But I, I'm just going to relay a story that I have of something on the opposite side of the body. My uh, I had a hemorrhoid mm. a few years back. And uh, I went to the doctor, and he had a real nice uh, bedside manner. It was a little too nice because the second time I went, he was like, oh, you want to talk to me about his uh, his daughter had been to America. Oh, where, where are you from? What are you doing? There's, there's a lot of eye contact. A lot of eye contact with someone who's going to look at your asshole, you know? So, mm. like, it's like you, you have this five-minute small intimate. talk thing. Yeah, a little bit too intimate. And he's like, okay, now I'll uh, turn to your side. And it's like, but we just had eye contact for five minutes, and now you're going to look at a place that I can't even see with my own two eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> like, like, this is uncomfortable now. 
<laughs> it was like uh the worst would be like if he started having a conversation with me while he was touching my asshole that would be even more bizarre that would be yeah but that yeah. would be terrible. <laughs> so but I just about, went to uh, that doctor f- for uh, a rubella shot, uh, for a vaccine shot. And as he was giving me the vaccine shot, he was like, And I'm like, I don't need to explain to you while you're giving me a shot what chiku chiku means. <laughs> like, I don't feel like, <laughs> like defining English terms you're, as I'm getting a shot in my arm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, maybe he was trying to anyway. put you at ease. Yeah, he was trying to put me at ease. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, the gruff dentist. Yeah, it's that doesn't that's not that's not a good thing. I yeah, if I go to a dentist now, that's my chief concern. I've been to many different dentists and I've always been dis well in the early days I've been disappointed just through mm-hmm. the additional upselling mm-hmm. of yeah. things that they need to do for some kind of procedure even mouth guards i've had mm. i think on three separate occasions they made mouth guards for me because i've uh-huh. shown signs of grinding my teeth clenching mm-hmm. my teeth at night and i've never asked for them but they made mm-hmm. them for me and they've charged me for them <laughs> so yeah, the last yeah it's uh can... it's a scam it is a scam the the one place uh, the last time I went to the dentist and I haven't been to the dentist more than a year is they had way too many interns in this office and the first person who they put a mold in my mouth and it was like okay I thought it was fine and then it's like got that rubbery stuff and it you know fills up your mouth a lot mm. and it's uncomfortable and then the 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 head nurse did that head hygienist did that she was really nice we had a little talk or whatever and then there was some time that passed and this guy comes over and he's in a blue smock and he looks all nervous and he starts filling up the crap in the in the mold thing for another mold for the same exact place and he put he used the too big of a mold for my mouth and then he put way too much crap in it and it started to make me choke a little bit mm. and I was like, oh, 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 you know, coughing, mm. and I was, and they're like, oh, okay, okay, I'll pull it out, and then the, I was like, why, why didn't you, why was this done a second time? And they just said, well, we didn't get the first one done right. I was like, really? Because no one came back to me to tell me that. Mm. They mm. just mm. did it without saying anything, and the person who came to me was so nervous that they didn't say anything to me. Mm. So I was just like, what the fuck? And then. Yeah, it's all about we're going to do a clean teeth cleaning for little parts of your teeth, like the back part and then the middle part and then the front part. And then we'll do the bottoms. Mm. It's like you got to schedule. Yeah, like you're saying, you got to schedule eight weeks worth of visits. Yeah. Well, I'm going to book all of my Saturdays with this stupid dentist. Right. Like that's the next two months. I'm not going to go to the dentist every weekend mm, to mm, mm. to clean my teeth. That was something when I was a kid happened once, but nowadays, you know, they they just wanna they would just wanna make you. Did go they tell over, you their rationale? Yeah. Behind it? Oh yeah. Well, we don't want to cause too much pain or whatever. It's like we want to mitigate just, pain by yeah. Back. If we do it all in stupid. one go, it's going to be very painful for you. So we want to do whatever we can mm-hmm. to make sure that it's as comfortable for you as possible. It's so dumb. It's the <laughs> dumbest system. Like, but the, re- the the way I'm looking at it is, well, if you've got an injection in one part of your mouth and that's where the work is being done, surely you can do whatever the fuck you want to do in that area of your mouth because you've got the anesthesia there. Mm-hmm. But if it's but at other, other parts of your mouth, apparently you can't inject that part of your mouth either mm-hmm. on the same day. Whereas I think that's a big... Yeah, that's a lie. I think you can just inject uh, different areas of your mouth to make sure mm-hmm. that you're fully able to sustain whatever pain is coming your way, you know? Whatever's mm-hmm. going to happen in your mouth, 
Just get all like four different injections, different different sectors of your oh, fucking that, mouth. That could be a rap song right there. Sustain, sustain the pain in any way. <laughs> and I think that you're onto something right there. I don't know why you're on a fucking rap thing tonight, <laughs> but you've got a, you've got this on the, t- on the top of your mind. You want to do a rap. Perhaps by the end of the episode, we'll have a rap down. <laughs> dental rap. <laughs> dental rap. Well, that almost sounds like a real thing, a dental rap. <laughs> I wonder if that's something that they'll try to sell me the next time I go. <laughs> <A dental rap. laughs> You'll need a dental rap. What's that? Mm. Yeah, like the whole, the, it's just teeth cleaning. You don't even need anesthesia. And they're just cleaning your teeth. It's not, it doesn't hurt. Stupid. Mm. I, the last time I was like, this guy, God, he was so ridiculous and boastful of the things he could do. Uh, I have like a removable denture, and he was trying to, I am an expert in these permanent dentures, and we can drill holes in your mouth and put a permanent thing in there. And he slapped his chest. was like, what? He's like, I'm good at this. What are you, like a gorilla? Gorillas in the mist? Like, really? really? Yeah, it was it. like wow. weird. And then... The following week, yeah, like I said, all these interns, and I was laying on the, they had me pulled down, and all these interns were looking at my mouth, like four or five people, four or mm. five interns surrounding him in blue smocks, and he's mm. trying to be all tough looking, like he knows about teeth, and, and mm. he's like, okay, this is really poor, please give me this tool, and he's like scratching my tooth or whatever, and then he brings up, he brings up the the fact that it's really important to know English too, and he says, "Yes, you have inf- inflammation, and it was an inshol, inshol." And then he s- turns to his interns and he says, "Inshol, uh, inflammation, ego, hontu ni daiji It's like he knew one really word. Really important. Daiji is important. Yeah. All right. And I was like, God, you're so ugh. Not going back here anymore. Oh, mm. you suck. Was, sometimes you get these types of dentists, just really slimy, goofy ass dudes. And it's not as if there's no competition because yeah. there's a dentist on every fucking corner, like a convenience yeah. store. You can have yeah. like what you can walk through one block in Tokyo and see three different fucking dentists. And I'm wondering why? Why is that? Why are there so yeah. many fucking dentists? I know it's a you secure, secure job in most countries, but I mean, here it's just a it's like a hair. It's an oversaturation. I think. Yeah. Why would you get into dentistry when you're competing with someone next door? <laughs> you know what? I think it's disciples. Like because there's one dentist I went to that sucked, and then I was thinking about going to another dentist that just opened up a few kilometers away. And then we were looking at their website and they had done their internship at the shitty place. Mm. So like, they're just like spawning dentists all around. Just branching out and making making offices all over the place. It's yeah, it's uh, I, I think it's somehow it's a I, I don't know. I, I, I don't I can't answer the question. Well let's well let's talk Your about Honor. Japanese health insurance. Yeah. Most well I'd say all Japanese dentists take well, most of them, ninety nine point whatever mm. percent take Japanese health insurance. Mm. Um and this insurance gives you cleaning, it gives mm-hmm. you uh mercury fillings. Which is so mm-hmm. fucking terrible for you. Whatever, mm-hmm. like, listener, don't get fucking mercury fucking filling. It's been proven to be disastrous for your health long term. Don't get mercury. Yet, that's covered. Mm-hmm. But if you want the ceramic or the plastic type, uh, it's going to probably cost you. Actually, I think there are some, maybe the plastic type might be covered as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, ideally, I think you want the you want the ceramic or you want... There are other materials you want. I think I have plastic. I don't know what I have. I never even thought about it. Yeah, so mercury is covered under Japanese health insurance. 
But um, the reason why I bring it up is because it's... I think it is one of the explanations behind why there's uh, such a push for you to come back on multiple visits. I don't think the Japanese mm. healthcare system is properly covering the costs of most dentists. I mean, I'm playing... Mm. I'm actually sympathizing with dentists. I don't know if this is true or not, but mm. I wouldn't think it was purely a profit motive mm. unless... You go in, and the only way they can keep the lights on is through asking you to come back for multiple visits and ordering these different procedures. I don't think they're power like that money hungry, mm. you know. So, I think it could be something to do with the Japanese health insurance. And the best dentist that I've heard through Reddit threads mm-hmm. uh, and just through my business network are these American-trained uh, dentists who. They spend a lot of time in America or in Europe, and they come back to Japan. They open up a practice, and none of them accept Japanese health insurance. Mm. Not the one. Pure capitalists. <laughs> They're pure capitalists. But they ex- they they will accept your private insurance, mm. or you will be paying out of pocket an exorbitant amount of money to see them. And I think their market is rich foreigners. I think that's mm-hmm. where the main market is. is maybe, to provide maybe we a need variety to find a Marxist trained. Yeah. Yeah, we need to they, find Marxist dentists. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, that's the only real. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's one big conspiracy in the dentistry, mm. like a uh, profession. <laughs> I think they're all going out of their oh, yeah. way to suck us out of our money. You know, I don't think that's yeah, the case. Well, I, I wonder, like, it's. There's definitely this push to sell stuff, business. There's this business side to it that's just, and I I don't think it's limited to Japan. Because before I went came to Japan and I lived all in different parts of the states, I I got the same feeling. There's certain dentists that want to sell you shit. They want you to know about this shit, and like no you. Even if you look on the internet, like all the weird ass whitening devices that there are, like isn't that one whitening device really disturbing? The one where they put it in your mouth, and then it that the the other side sticks out of your mouth, and it like spreads your lips a- apart, and it glows. Right. It's like what the fuck is that? Like, mm. why would anyone be attracted to putting that in their mouth? Mm. And yet you would see it over and over and over again. I think there's all these different contraptions that are constantly being invented to get you to buy shit at the dentist office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't uncovered the real reason why. So maybe perhaps... Yeah, give me a few more months if I really want to investigate it. But I mean, I just You'd did be the a, Graham Hancock of dental yeah. investigation. Yeah, I mean, I just don't simply don't have the time right now. But but just through my own experiences and your experiences, both mm. you and I agree that mm. it leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah, the whole profession. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I've been to good dentists. There's one over in Hachioji. Hachioji's got a good dentist near the station. Of course, there'd be like 20 dentists you have to go through before you find the dentist I'm talking about. And <laughs> the then, needle in a haystack. <laughs> yeah, needle in a haystack. But it's, uh, it's a good dentist. And uh, there was one over in Katsushikaku when I lived over there. That was uh, Minami Mizumoto. If you go over there, it's pretty nice. There's, I think they were called Green Dental. I don't know what the hell. But they were pretty good. Uh, outside of that, yeah, it was just my wife and I just... You know, you're throwing darts at a dartboard with uh, your eyes full, your eyes uh, tied up with uh, a knot over it or whatever the hell it is. Mm, you know, mm, mm. A little cloth you put over your eyes. What the hell is that called? Like a bandana, a bandage over your eyes? Yeah. Blindfold. I don't know how to talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fold it. Yeah, yeah, that. So, uh... What else do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let's let's okay, let's go to like teeth in general. Okay, let's, let's talk, talk about, about okay, let's, let's talk about well first. Can, can I like, can I do yeah. a little interstitial song? 
Yeah, all right. All right. We're talking about teeth. Okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? At the how about I edit it out and I'll take that and put that in the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me the intro to it. That's great. So, um, but I mean, you yeah. know, teeth are important, right? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. I mean, it's like you smile and people see should see pearly whites. Yeah. And particularly <laughs> yeah. in my job, you know, I'm in a, in a sales type yeah. role, and I right uh, as soon as I open my mouth or talk to someone, you're going to make judgments about the way how white my teeth are. And my teeth, yeah. unfortunately, have not much enamel left in them. Apparently, I've you know, I've uh, neglected my teeth for so long that it's difficult to even have my teeth whitened now. Mm. So that's the state of affairs that I'm in. I'm, I'm in a really bad state. I've actually got to go to a university, um, made the appointment, to go in August mm-hmm. to see a professional because this dentist I went to said that because um, I because I asked about whitening I want to get my teeth whitened he said he wouldn't mm-hmm. recommend it because mm-hmm. any kind of whitening procedure will all but eradicate whatever enamel I have left and I don't have a lot mm-hmm. left so now I've got to go to university um, like professors to go through my fucking mouth. To, to look mm-hmm. at ways for me to actually get white <laughs> teeth again. So it's a kind of a sensitive topic for me. Um, mm, okay. Dentistry and teeth. Uh, mm. I don't like going through any interaction, any sales or business uh, interaction where my teeth are fucking shitty. Um, mm-hmm. It's ah, horrible. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so just talking about teeth in general, they're important, but they never were that important in Japan. I think mm-hmm. you probably right. know this. Mm-hmm. A woman with fucked up teeth, mm-hmm. by our standards, when I mm. say when I say fucked up teeth, there was blackening of the teeth. Yeah, and that was dated back as early as the uh, as the coffin period. Yeah, yeah, well, um, shit, that's a long time ago. And so this was a sign of beauty to blacken mm. your teeth. Yeah, I geisha ja- did that shit. Yeah. yeah. It's called oha ohaguro. That's a Japanese stupid. term. It was a Japanese arist- aristocratic term. It's wrong. It was, yeah. So I think <laughs> I think in Japan, yeah. No, we both agree. Japan in Japanese yeah. history, though. I mean, you've got uh, like historical precedent for not. Get, I mean, for having such a different view. I'm not going to say wrong because this is through our Western lens mm. of looking at japan and i don't want to come across as looking down upon the practice but mm-hmm. um but i think that that practice itself has um, affected the way people have viewed their teeth and from everything mm. that i've um every person that i've spoken to in japan japanese i mean mm-hmm. they've told me that every time they go to the dentist is for pain Mm-hmm. It was never for cosmetic work. Mm-hmm. It was always because of pain. And yeah. that's a v- completely different mindset to us. You go in for regular cleanings every year, once or twice a year. And that's how most Westerners, I think, from our country, that's think how that, we view that's, it. Yeah, I think that's changing too because a lot of the kids I you know teach, they, they have braces or even uh, the more updated, like invisible shit that goes in your mouth that covers your teeth and then reforms them so that they get a nice are those is, are those an advanced version of braces yeah yeah i think they have like advanced versions of braces have you ever seen a japanese even... person with braces that you would see in america yeah. um, i've seen it very, it's been very rare seeing people yeah, with braces it's rare but that i've i've definitely seen kids with it and now there's more updated stuff for the kids to wear you can't even tell they're wearing braces unless you get up close. Well, braces in a sense of what braces used to be. Um, I think that's a reflection on the changing diet, though. Yeah. I think I, I don't know if it's a reflection on the changing diet as much as a reflection on uh, the, the change in beauty, what's considered to be beauty. And I think it might be that kids see... Uh, younger people see how superstars look in 
magazines and in YouTube videos and they want to have that kind of image. So there was a craze along, I don't know if it still exists, but J Japanese people would uh, get their eyelids operated on so they would have the, the double eyelid look right. of Westerners. Right. And uh, so that was considered to be uh, a sign of beauty. So I think teeth are now becoming a little bit more like uh, the Western sense of, of beauty. Mm -hmm. So uh, younger people, I think, have more uh, attention to that stuff. But, you know, the crooked teeth thing is like, yeah, it's true. Like uh, there's not just blackened teeth, but all the crooked Mm. teeth one tooth going buck this teeth. way and out that way and, you know, mm. yeah buck teeth and like un unaligned teeth mm, like mm, mm, mm. like what we would consider like like Appalachia inbred teeth is cute I don't know that term uh, Appalachia is a part of uh, America where the deep valley mountains in the eastern seaboard where there was not much jobs and they had low ac economic activity and are very cloistered away from the rest of society. And so there, apparently there was a lot of inbreeding and oh, a lot okay. of disease and poverty. Mm, so mm. the way I explain it, it's no longer even close to being funny sounding. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but that's the, the, the image. If you're an American, then like, you would know what I'm, I'm talking It was like about. talking like with a, you know, looking at it through a, professorial lens <laughs> like, like through academic terms you just sucked all the fun comedic co the comedy value out of it <laughs> you just hear this voice <laughs> like that that would be the sound of the teeth that they would make uh, the teeth would make well here's sound. an expression i heard from uh you know some sort of the few americans that i that I met upon coming to Japan was like eating mm. corn through a picket fence. Holy right. shit. Have That's you heard that one? Good. That's good. No, yeah. I've never heard that. That's a good one, right? Yeah, it is good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I'm going to have to put that in my arsenal of stuff that I might never use. <laughs> but I might use it. Sounds good. That's a yeah. good one. I it's I, speaking of corn and teeth Jesus Christ, I don't know. I'm, I'm really making a stretch here, but my the way I've told you the way my wife eats corn and her, her whole family, they pick each kernel out of the corn mm. and then eat it piece by piece. That's, uh, that's strange. Yeah. It's, it's fucked up, man. Why? Why, though? <laughs> I guess they, that's the way they like it. It looks really... I mean, the... the Cob looks so pristine after they finish eating it. It like it's so perfect looking. Like mm. the way I eat it, it looks like it's been through World War Three. Well, when they're finished with it, it, looks like it's been through like a some sort of art class. Um, I can't remember if we covered it in cuisine or not, but uh -huh. in cuisine we talked about Japanese food. But I yeah. think we must have covered how Japanese approach like washing fruits or yeah. vegetables or taking the skin off grapes you did mention oh this. yeah 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 you did mention yeah we that. did but a few, a few months ago not in the cuisine episode yeah my wife does that I, I, I was like i remember i was sitting in the family room and we we're eating oh here's some grapes and i just started eating them and then uh, as i was eating them two three four at a time i saw each of them meticulously peeling off the skin and then I saw it the same thing with opening an orange. Of course, you peel the skin off, but then there's the inside membrane. <clears throat> and they'll peel off the membrane. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it doesn't have <laughs> any flavor whatsoever. <laughs> Why did that thin film that covers the fruity part? They'll take that part off. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, it's like, I don't, it, it doesn't make uh, like a lot of sense to us, but mm. there's, uh, uh, yeah, there's a reason behind the madness, right? There's a lot of, yeah, yeah, I'm sure there is. I mean, the, um, did you, did you uncover the mystery? Uh, maybe it's probably an easy Google search, but I can't be bothered, yeah. but melons are fucking expensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why? <laughs> 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 these are 
leading melons of the world, they're probably <laughs> 50 times more delicious than any melon you've ever had in your life. <laughs> no, it's, I've tried one. It's no, probably New Zealand's into, better. No, no. <laughs> and it's oh, like really? a, I think it's like a tenth of the cost. I mean, I yeah. saw a melon in... Um, they're 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 so perfectly um, packaged, Sick. and yeah. they've got all these different seals and department stores. You walk into yeah, a department yeah. store, and yeah. you see melon. I saw a melon for fucking twenty. What was it? Fucking ten thousand. It was mm-hmm. it, it was ridiculous. It mm-hmm. was ridiculous. The cost of this. Yeah. This is we're talking hundreds hundreds of dollars. Yeah. For a fucking melon. It's like, <laughs> I mean, what what is it about melons? <laughs> what is it about fucking melons? And, and then I, I'm okay. okay so I, I want to be uh, uh, be thorough here, yeah. and I'm going to I'm going to do a quick search right now. And mm-hmm. you know what? Okay. Uh, you know what I found? I've just I've yeah. just found it. Yes. And and here's actually an article that says these melons can sell for as much as twenty two thousand five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That's not in yen. It's fucking dollars. Yeah. So can you? Um, I mean, for f- fuck's sake, it's so okay. Uh, here's here's like one one paragraph. This melon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in May two thousand nineteen, two melons from Hokkaido sold at auction for five million yen. That's just over forty five thousand dollars. Okay, Can I just forty-five thousand American dollars. Oh, sorry. Go oh, on. Yeah. You gonna ask a question? Uh, no, I was gonna do a little musical interstitial. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Melons be expensive. Okay, that's great. Right. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna take that, edit it out, and put that before we talk. You know, just put that, and just before we talk My about timing melons. is way off. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know. I don't want to get it confused with the other little rendition you did uh, about <laughs> dentists yeah, talking about teeth <laughs> it would be hilarious if I, if I put melon in front at the very beginning <laughs> yeah. of the podcast <laughs> mm. uh, please go on <laughs> no well that's basically yeah the the price the the melons are only grown in shizuoka prefecture mm. central uh-huh. japan mm-hmm. and they're called crown melons they have okay. four grades: Fuji, mm-hmm. Yama, mm-hmm. Shiro, and mm. Yuki. Ooh. Fuji, Yama, Shiro, Yuki. And if there are any minor defects, they're marked as mm-hmm. Yuki. And the top three grades are marked on their sugar content and perfect mm-hmm. appearance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so kind of do- it sounds like a dog. I'm still show. trying to find yeah. the fucking reason. What are we? Why are we still paying this much? Hang on. Let me just go through a little bit. Um, yeah. So there's a big market in Japan. So that's basically it. Yeah. There's a there's a huge market in Japan for the quality of these melons, which is decided by the taste and also how they look. Yeah. And they're willing. You've got a market for people who are willing to pay. So that's a very simple answer. In fact, I should have just guessed that. There's a market yeah. for it. You want a $45,000 mm-hmm. fucking melon? Come to Japan. You'll find one. You'll find like the most perfectly grown melon that you'll ever see in your life. Well, they also do the ones where they, they grow them in boxes so they're square shaped. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Mm. <laughs> it's like, why? So it looks like a suitcase? <laughs> I, uh, I mean, this wasn't much of a of a real search but i think we got down to the brass tacks of of it all i mean i mean this is the Mm. the crux of it is is that there's a market there's a real market market for for perfect perfect melons not apples not bananas so i think there's some fucking discrimination what's the term for discriminating against certain fucking certain fruits Fruitist? Yeah. I want to... I want to... Uh, you know, I would pay top dollar for a fucking perfect apple. Yeah. 
I mean, apples don't get don't get us wrong. Apples can be expensive. I mean, this Aomori apples can cost four hundred yeah four bucks for one. Yeah. It's not thousands of dollars, but <clears throat> still expensive. By our standards, yeah. I mean, it's just. For, I uh, I'm just sorry. I still just don't. I just don't get it. But I'm sure there may be a listener out there who is a historian on on melons and <laughs> the maybe an <clears throat> economist. Mel story who can put us straight. Mm. Mm. <laughs> an economist, maybe who can a fruit expert. Yeah. A melanconomist. A melon, yeah, someone who um. who knows more about melons than we do. <laughs> it's obvious, which that is, we don't know a lot. <laughs> Not no, just about melons, but just just about life in, in general. general. <laughs> no, we don't know anything really. Just saying things. Uh, you know what's most funny? We, like the funniest thing is that we're talking about dentists. So yeah, <laughs> well we spent the first ten talking minutes about talking melons. about breathing, <laughs> <laughs> and the past ten minutes talking about melons. But in the middle, we talked about dentists. Oh, we're not um, done. We're not done with dentists, though. Oh yeah, we're gonna put them through the ringer. Um, I I would say that I. I don't have anything else actually to say about Dennis. <laughs> wow. Okay. I will do the, livy, the the heavy lifting here. I've got to yeah, do some heavy lifting here. I've got to go. Um, Help me out. Got to make sure that we at least make it an hour. Come on. Was it what unique dentist experiences? Why well, I've already talked to my about my experiences. Your unique, um, your, your unique uh, dentist experiences. Well, let me okay, let me tell you about my first time I went to a dentist in Japan. Okay, I Take have never mm. made. Um, I mean, I went for like some regular cleanings back in New Zealand, but mm-hmm. the, the first dentist appointment I made was when I felt real pain, mm-hmm. and I didn't know. I couldn't speak the language. I I had no idea how it worked, but a colleague. That I was working with at the time at, at this uh, school I was working at, I was teaching English at the time. Hmm. Um, yeah, they told me about a dentist and uh, for me to just uh, call a number. You have to make an appointment. You can't just walk in off the street. You've got to make an appointment beforehand, um, hmm. which uh, which they did for me. So I just had to go in at a certain time, and uh, and I went in. And that was for my wisdom tooth to be removed. So that was my first real taste of mm-hmm. Japanese dentists. Damn. It wasn't a good... I mean, under normal circumstances, I think, if you're just going in for regular cleaning, that's fine in a foreign country. But here, I'm going through a you know, a really bad, painful experience mm. of... Would be bad, you know, uh, in most circumstances, getting the wis- wisdom tooth extracted. So, mm. so going in and uh, seeing a dentist with surrounded by like a Harlem of of women. Yeah, I think you've seen that. Like you just mentioned yeah, it before, yeah, yeah. there's always a lot of women. Mm. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> the one place I was women. mentioning was like it was all dudes. Was oh, all really? Dudes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe he swings that way. We don't know. Yeah, it could be. But he, his wife was the head hygienist. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, you could be maybe bisexual. Bi. Hey, yeah, there you, you know? go. Who are we to judge? Yeah. Uh, so, just in terms of unique, uh, it wouldn't. The only unique thing about the experience was just how awful I felt, mm-hmm. and I don't know how much of that I should attribute to me just being a foreigner in Japan. Versus the dentist being incompetent and unable mm-hmm. to treat me with any kind of um, respect or care because mm-hmm. I felt a lot of pain on multiple yeah. throughout the throughout the time. Just many cases, he asked me to raise your hand if you feel feel pain. And I was raising my hand. I kept my hand up. The whole time. <laughs> he had to go like, back. Geez. He had to go back in and put an injection. He had to go. He had mm-hmm. to use the the needle 
I think, three or four times before he removed the pain I was feeling. Mm. So he was used to treating Japanese patients when it would probably mm-hmm. take a couple, but for me, like a couple of shots, a couple of injections. Mm-hmm. But for me, it took four. That's double the amount that he's used to. So mm. if anybody's going to take away anything from this conversation, it should be make sure that the dentist you're seeing actually has seen foreigners before. I mean, that's good. Uh, but don't limit yourself to these expensive f- motherfuckers. Don't limit yourself mm-hmm. to them. Just find, uh, just do a little bit of a search um, online. I'm sure you'll find some English-speaking dentists uh, who have treated other foreigners, who have a history of helping foreigners. And I think you will be in good stead. I don't think mm. you can't go too wrong from that. And also maybe say up front to the dentist that you're, if you're not getting your, you know something a, a, a tooth pulled out, but you're going mm. in for some other kind of treatment, I would say mm. be wary of the multiple appointments that will be yeah. thrust upon you. Uh, you can actually tell them that you are here for a temporary <laughs> visit, yeah. even though it's not. They just lie to them. It's like, oh no, I want to get this done. Um, what's the shortest amount of period and I, I can handle the pain uh, mm. just uh, just tell them about you know the anesthesia the anesthetic they're, 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 they're using make sure mm. that's on point it should be because they've already got a foreign you know uh, a base of treating foreigners so just make mm. sure that um, you know you have um, you only have to see them maybe w- a couple just a couple of times mm. so so that's my only kind of advice to people coming to japan seeing a dentist uh i think it's uh those main points i think are the mm. anesthesia and the number of times you have to visit them mm. i think yeah i think you if you go on online and you just I guess Reddit would be a good place to. I don't know. Some people might start a Reddit thread. No, but with Reddit, dent- the, no. the problem is I went. They, do they suck? I went. No. I went on Reddit, and it's always the same dentists who are uh-huh. not. I mean, I I can put this in show notes, but there are, there are certain dentists who feed off of foreigners, like as a like a like lecherous kind of uh, oh. way, where oh. they either won't accept Japanese health insurance and they want your private health insurance or you'll be paying out of out of pocket. Mm. I guess if you're just a visitor as a tourist, sure, if you've got private health insurance, but you're kind of supporting an industry, which I don't like. I mean, you're supporting these mm. people who, you know, they're just leeches in a way. Mm. I'm being harsh so, if I don't, yeah, like, yeah. if I've got any listeners out there who, who are in the industry and know about Japanese dental practices, maybe can put me right. But just from my own experience, mm. they're fucking leeches. Yeah, tell us what, tell us stuff. Because we don't know shit. <laughs> and like, <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, because it's basically, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, like I feel like, you know, you're blindfolded and you're just throwing darts to try to find something that's good. I have lived here where I live now for the past five years. I've been to one, two different dentists. My wife's been to one, two, three, four, four different dentists, and they all suck. Why? Why did your wife go to different dentists? Well, the first one that we went to, um, they both 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 times, my time and the white time my wife went, uh, when we just got simple cleanings, and her my filling was popped out and her filling was popped out by the simple teeth cleaning, mm. and then so I was like fuck this. So then I went to another place and then I had that rigmarole rigmarole crap happen to me, that uh, weird ass dentist, and then my wife went to another place. And she had to, she found out that she needed to get um, her wisdom teeth pulled out. But then 
he, she needed a second opinion from some, some other place and then that place didn't she didn't really like that much because it was kind of weird and then she went to another it's a, it's just like this endless weird carousel of dentists like i can't remember exactly i'm uh. just saying weird because i can't remember and i don't mm. feel like fiddling for words mm. but i'm just like it's just it, it's just an endless headache if it's if it's the same for her as a japanese citizen mm-hmm. as a native she's struggling yeah. going to multiple different dentists i yeah, think that yeah. should give you pause as a foreigner because it's yeah it's a shit show and i just remembered yeah. i mean you know how they have that little nozzle in your mouth while yeah, they're working yeah, your yeah. teeth to suck out <laughs> yeah. the saliva mm-hmm. right mm-hmm I think many of the dentists I've been to, they mm. haven't gotten all the fucking saliva out and I've swallowed when I shouldn't have. I've had uh-huh. to fucking, I've swallowed like shit because the person who's the assistant doesn't, hasn't mm. properly taken out the, oh, really? the saliva. The, oh. the whole reason they do that, right, is because they don't want shit, you know, to swallow some of the chemicals they're using. Mm. That's the reason I thought they, you know, the whole point mm. of it was. Right. But if you're not doing your job as a patient, you are, I mean, you're at the whim of someone who is supposed to be a professional. And on mm. too many occasions, they've let me just, you know, I'm trying to signal to them. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, using my hands and like pointing. Mm. I'm like, I'm going to swallow. And I swallow. And then mm. they come back and they put the fucking nozzle in to try and get. I'm like, it's too fucking late now, wasn't it, you dumb fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just swallowed. You shove it down my throat and catch it in my, my stomach lining now, I guess. Thank you. Yeah, I've got yeah. all these um, chemicals down there now. Yeah. So just simple shit like that. Why? Mm. I mean, we've been shitting on dentistry the whole episode. And I'm mm. looking for a silver lining somewhere. And this, I think, I mean, I don't know. There's um, there's so many of them. You would think, one would think, that because there's so much competition. Mm. The free market and all that crap. It's free market. Yeah. And you've got all this like competition. You'd be trying to outperform the other person on the corner just through competition alone. But that's mm. not the case. There's like this lowest mm. common don- denominator, like a yeah. real, you know, it's just, I, I don't, I just don't know what it is. Mm. Why? Why aren't they more competitive with one another? I think it might be like I mentioned earlier like they they could be all like disciples of each other. So then Yeah, but not all. They can't be all of them. I mean, we well, majority of them. True. Maybe some of them. <laughs> We've been unlucky <laughs> in our experiences. Yeah, we haven't been to what we haven't been to the same dentist though. Yet we share the no, same stories. Yeah, and then it's all like and I, I know of two dentists that I like. In the past 18 years I've lived here, there's two dentists out of, you know, seven or eight dentists I've been to. And it should, it, so yeah, it's it's hard. Normal doctors, it's not so hard to find a good doctor. Mm. Like, yeah, I don't think it's hard. And it's just dentists. And, and I found the same experience in America. It's like, fucking shit. Dentists just the world over, or at least in America. Japan, it's just a pain in the ass. Uh, maybe I'm being not um, unfair, and maybe New Zealand dentistry has gone downhill. But the last time I was mm-hmm. in New Zealand, I was treated very well, very professional. Mm-hmm. Took out the fucking saliva out of my mouth. They were very mm-hmm. uh, uh, not a, not unnecessary appointments. Very upfront mm-hmm. in what they're going to do and how long it would yeah. take, whether I have to book additional appointments or not. It's all very mm. matter of fact, um, no upselling. Yeah. It could have changed since I've been in Japan. I've been in Japan for several, uh, well, 10 years, over 10 years now. But I mean, uh, from what I remember, New Zealand was a good experience for mm. for getting my teeth uh, looked at, cleaned and mm. fixed. Can't say the same for Japan, though. Mm. So uh, we've talked almost an hour about this, yeah. uh, the state of dentistry in Japan. Who knows mm. in the future? Maybe we can come back and address the issue again if they've made if we've made any progress. Yes. Or maybe we're going to get like a fucking torrent of uh, angry listeners 
in the profession <laughs> telling us that no 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 Dental you're, advocates. you're supposed to do it that way no no don't worry about swallowing saliva no <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean yeah i yeah you know we always want to know something more than what we already know yeah. gosh darn it so tell us what are we doing wrong <laughs>